Well, hello, ladies and gents. Robert Sykes, KetoSavage.com. And today I have special guest Jordana and Michelle on. They are the owners, founders, CEOs of California Keto. And they are now carrying the Keto Bricks in their store shelves, which is awesome. But we dive into their desire to, to create this business, this keto-friendly storefront that serves the public, educates people locally what keto is, how it can benefit them, and then offers amazing tasting products, baked goods, keto meal prep, all kinds of good stuff. So we, we dove into the backstory there, what motivated motivated them to do that and how they've grown it and will continue to grow it despite all the chaos that our country is in right now. So huge shout out to them for just taking life by the horns from a business perspective and running with something that they're passionate about. Super excited to dive in and share their story. So without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation with Jordana and Michelle. Live, Jordana and Michelle, how are you? We're great, thank you. Thanks for having us on. Good afternoon. How are you? I am great. It's good to have you on. So, y'all have y'all, y'all the owners, founders, CEOs of California Keto, and I, I definitely, definitely want to dive deep into the business aspect of it with y'all. But I'd love to kind of rewind and get a little bit more backstory, like what got you into keto in the first place? What in the world kind of wild hair made you want to start a keto food product business? I mean, just kind of give me some give me some foundation. Sure. Sure. Well, um, I think it started me a little bit. I, uh, you know, I've, I've always been a gym rat. I've always worked out. I've always eaten what we've all known as to be healthy. And as I got older, I'm still doing all the same things I did. I started gaining weight and I started feeling sluggish and I didn't understand what was going on. And like a lot of people, I tried being a vegan or a vegetarian. I cut out dairy. I went gluten free years ago. I, I tried everything. Poor Michelle over here. <laughs> and my sister actually very quietly started keto and didn't really tell anybody. And, and then she finally told me a few months after, and I actually spent a few months researching it because I really wanted to understand the science behind it and why was this going to be different. And um, finally, after about three months, decided to take the plunge and um, just got, got into it and very quickly realized, wow, this is really what my body had been looking for for a long time. And um, it really just, it, it changed my life. Uh, Michelle, I think, slowly got into keto because he is the chef in the family. So was kind of keto adjacent for a while. And both my parents went keto and everybody started losing weight and feeling great. And I think after, I mean, you can... You can say, but I think after Michelle saw my father and how much weight he lost, uh, he finally said, "Okay, that's it. I'm 100 percent." Well, yeah, but being <laughs> being a guy and being keto adjacent, of course, I was already losing weight like really quickly, like most men do when they just change a little thing, mm-hmm. and that kind of got me going. And I started also working out the more than I had, uh, swimming every day, and just altogether feeling better. I was like, "Oh, might as well." And then I think the, 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 the whole full circle was when we're actually looking where to move in our lives. At the time, we were living on the East Coast, and we were actually in San Diego looking to see if we'd like to live here, and we started talking about starting a business, and I come from a restaurant background, so the idea was always to start a keto restaurant. That mm-hmm. was the original idea of it. Um, 
And slowly but surely, we realized, hey, after 30 years of being in the restaurant, I realized I really don't want to be in the restaurant <laughs> business anymore. Uh, I, I haven't had a weekend off until I started this, and then I opened my own store. But, <laughs> um, but also that the prices you would have to charge for, let's say, a grass-fed steak with grass-fed butter, organic vegetables, and a night without selling alcohol are just so high. It's just, it just doesn't pay. I couldn't make the number attractive enough to sell that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we started looking around. Jordana kept hinting that she wanted the corner of the restaurant to have some shelves and some books and some snacks. And I kept going, sure, whatever. <laughs> Until I saw a supermarket that had a keto, and I used the, my finger quotation marks here, <laughs> uh, keto section. And we ended looking at it and realizing that not much of the products on those shelves was actually keto. Mm-hmm. Actually, none of the products on those shelves were keto. And after talking about, should we do a rest? We were thinking maybe we could open a gym with an adjacent, like, retail corner, retail section. It kind of evolved. And then we thought, well, maybe a food truck. We went through a lot of different ideas. And at the end, you know, I think the idea was it's, it's, there isn't one place really that pulls together all of your favorite products all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no real safe way. Um, I think we all know there's a lot of products out there that say keto that actually aren't. Yeah. So we really wanted to create a safe space for people. Um, everything we sell is clean keto, gluten-free, low-carb, sugar-free. Um, we don't sell anything that's got even a little bit of natural sugars in it. No. Um, so it's, you know, and I think the, the brand that we're building and what our customers are coming to learn from us is that if we sell it, they can trust it. And we were really excited to, you know, build our brand and build this store on that foundation. I love it. I love it. It's, it's interesting to see how, you know, so many people are positively affected by keto, like your family, yourselves. And then you, you see this community that's that's evolved because of all those people being helped and you want to feed into that community. You want to offer value to that community. So, you you know, if you're an entrepreneurial-minded person like you both are, you start picking your brain for like, can I make a product? Can I make a store? Can I make a restaurant? And then you you allow the market to kind of show you what the demand is, is for. And as you see this massive influx yeah. in fake keto products because of the hype of the marketing, yeah. you know, people see, okay, wait yeah. a minute this is not really the real deal. Where can I go to just put my mind at ease and know that anything and everything on the shelf is legit so that it creates this new market for a legit keto, you know, place to, to go find food. And that's a, that's a cool niche that y'all are diving in there. Yeah. Thank you. I have to say it was, you know, a part of our original plan, which we did before the pandemic hit was we also were really lucky to have um, a lot of local, uh, suppliers that are right here in San Diego or as close as LA. Uh, we had a lot of tastings. We had um, a handful of, you know, keto coaches come in and do sessions for our customers that were free and, and giving out free advice. Um, we did, we did a couple book signings. Um, what we were just about to do actually a movie premiere for one of the new keto movies. And then unfortunately COVID hit and, uh, all of that's been put on hold for now. But once we get past this, we're going to be really excited to, to um, start up the events again. And really, you know, one of our goals is to become a true hub for the keto community in any city we move into. Mm-hmm. I, I'd love to kind of dive and in, dive into and pull the curtains back on, on COVID. Because COVID's, you know, 
it's affected us all in some form or fashion, but I, I can't imagine yeah. what it's been like for y'all as like a, you know, a, a physical product, like a brick and mortar store. Y'all, y'all do e-commerce too, though, as well, right? Well, we obviously started to do that before pre-COVID already. Uh, didn't really take off. Uh, as far as the store, we didn't realize it very quickly until the first real lockdown and our little, you know, strip mall where we are was pretty much abandoned. Mm-hmm. And we saw an enormous slowdown. A um, couple of weeks there, we really thought, okay, that's it. We're going to, we're going to, this is not going to work for us. Yeah, what are we do? <laughs> we're probably not going to pay the rent for a while. And, and the income really dropped and we paid half of it. And uh, what do we do? Uh, well, we figured if we can't, people don't want to come to the store we'll have to bring the store to the people so we indeed do an e-business but also a delivery of all of san diego county which is quite a large mm-hmm. uh piece of realty and we just started delivering uh five days a week six days a week uh added to that a one day a week uh orange county anaheim uh to bridge to make the market even bigger and that kept us afloat i mean i did fifteen thousand miles in three months it worked it, it kept us open it kept the income flowing uh also our fantastic employee jordan uh who right at that moment went off her school got off school because uh, it was her summer break a lot of people didn't even realize there was a summer break this year mm-hmm. uh and we got a small pp loan which we were able to afford she was able to man the store uh, while I was driving around in Jordan, I still has a full-time job. So we were able to weather it. And then actually we increased business. I guess there was a, uh, a realization for a lot of people that being healthier matters more now than ever. Uh, not being overweight, and let's be honest, keto is very good for weight loss. Uh, it's not the only reason or the main reason for a lot of people, but it's very good for weight loss, and it's definitely a motivator for people to walk into our store and say, Okay, so what do I do? And we get that a lot. Absolutely, sure. absolutely. I was, you know, we also got we got a lot of positive feedback. I was really glad that we were able to, you know, pivot our business during this time right now and be able to, especially during the lockdown and and sometime after when people were still pretty nervous to to leave their homes, that we were able to bring this to them. And I think, you know, that was really important. Um, I think, you know, a lot of our customers really appreciated that. And even now that we're out of the lockdown, even though we're all still need to be careful out there, you know, we're still doing deliveries one day a week for San Diego County. And I think it's been really helpful for a lot of reasons. Well, just the fact that y'all, y'all, you know, went that direction is, is super admirable because I mean, a lot of companies, that I know personally that they, they had to close their doors, you know, permanently because of the lockdown yeah. and just the negative implications that brought on with regard to making the lease payments, you know, having the employee costs, all the overhead yep. associated with the brick and mortar store. Oh. And for y'all to just say, okay, I'm, I'm going yep. all in and I'm going <laughs> to have my own delivery service, put miles on my own vehicle, <laughs> drive that much. I mean, that, yep. that speaks volumes. I mean, you got to sink or swim and y'all, y'all well, are killing it. If it's your business, but we all, but we also said, I guess from the get go, I I, <clears throat> I felt that this was going to be around for a longer time, and I felt that the world was just waiting for this to be over in two weeks or a month or two months. And I went, no, we gotta we gotta realize that this is going to go on longer than we're now anticipating, and 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 we need to live life with this in our life because 
sitting around waiting for a thing, she's not going to do us any good. No, <laughs> no. For our, our, our fledgling business, it was do whatever we need to do yeah. to, to keep it open and keep our, our customers as healthy as we can and get and get them all the foods. And, and we've been able to through it. It's been great, actually. We've learned a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it makes you resilient. Makes you resilient. So, what are what are oh, some yeah. what what are some of the uh, the the trends? Because I feel like if you have a, a brick and mortar keto food product store, you you have a really good pulse on what people's interests are, what people's curiosities are, what people are talking about, and what the hype is as it relates to keto food products. So, are you seeing a cer- a certain surge in any particular genre of, of food products, or what what's got your interest? Yeah, I mean, I think. I think our top sellers consistently are the fresh baked goods that we sell from local keto bakeries here and meals and and real food. So we have been very fortunate to work with some amazing companies here. Uh, Modern Meal Prep makes us two different meals every single week that you can just pop in your microwave. They are super clean. They are amazing. So we get two different ones every week. Um, yes, we work with uh, Just Made Keto, and she makes you know amazing uh, cupcakes, and yeah, Whitney makes cupcakes and frosting and um, muffins, and uh, we found a company called NC Sweets. Carla is the owner, and she's she's lovely, and she makes us uh, the most delicious and beautiful uh, keto uh, donuts. And so we've been really lucky, you know, to see all of this. Um, and and work with all of these local companies. Oh, and Keto Dessert Company too. I should I should call them out. I was going to say they bring in a lot of, <laughs> yep. which is nice. This is a collaboration. Right. These three bakeries and obviously the meal prep place, but the three bakeries are not storefronts. They don't have a storefront. And by the way, it's Keto Dessert Company, James, Belinda, and Tanya. We yep. should certainly, yep. uh, and they're really awesome. Uh, uh, they're in Spring Valley. Uh, they brought in a lot of name recognition for us. These people came in going, yeah, we try to always order for them, but uh, it's only on say, and I can't always be home on Saturday and we got logistics. So I might as well come into this store. So the collaboration between the three bakeries and uh, the one storefront combined has been a really good thing to do. And they, again, in a lockdown, since they were home bakeries, often they work with a small thing. That was the only way they would keep flowing too. So, yeah. Small business helps small business is always nice. Yeah, that, yeah, that's when you know you're doing something yeah, we really right because to... they've got like when you've got multiple small businesses that that do a similar thing, it, it's easy to think that it's just going to yep. be very competitive in nature and it could be a negative. But that's such a scarcity mindset. If you're able to leverage each other's strengths, you can make yep. it work out so much better for the whole. Yep. Right. No, it's so true. And and everyone we work with, they know, especially with the the baked goods and things like that. We work really hard to make sure that they aren't competing against each other. So if one person is selling this flavor cupcake, we ask if the other one does not. You know, so all of our baked goods items are very different. Yeah. Which I think, you know, our customers appreciate. And we try to always bring in new products. We're always looking for new things. We've got, um, you know, different new uh, CBD drinks coming in this week and nut butters. And, I mean, we were thrilled to bring Keto Brick into the store. I mean, it's, uh, you know, to for the added exposure for you and it. It's um, a lot of people came in and said, oh, my goodness, I've been wanting to try this. I'm so glad you have it. And <laughs> that for us is so amazing to hear. We're just, you know, that's exactly why we wanted to open up this store was to bring all of this um, to people and make it easy for them. Yeah, that's so that's so important. I feel like, you know, especially like 
in the local community aspect, I mean, for me, I have, you know, the audience that I have, I've got the listeners of the podcast, I got the people that buy the bricks, but there's not really as much of a local community sense because where I'm at in Arkansas, there's not a whole lot of yeah. interest in keto. However, I went to a, a keto bakery a couple weekends ago. They just opened up not far from me, and there was a line out the door. People were very interested. Right. So it's so cool to see people in your local community have this surge in interest and desire to improve their health, and then you as a storefront be able to offer them these products to help them do that and then just educate them along the way and, and tell them why this is advantageous to consume over a carbohydrate-based alternative. Right. Yep. Right. No, it's been great. I mean, and it's it's a lot of fun to talk to our customers. You know, people come in and ask for advice all the time. We've been able to uh, help adjust um, some people and the way they're eating. We've helped other people kick off their whole keto diet. We refer people who are looking for keto coaches out to our local keto coaches. It's been incredibly collaborative for a lot of reasons. It's been really, it's been, it's been a pretty amazing year, I have to say. Yeah, that, that is the truth. Um, I'd love to pick your brain on different <laughs> sweeteners, like different keto sweeteners um, that, that people are using in the baked goods, that they're using in the products. Like, do you see certain sweeteners performing better and just getting a better result from better feedback from your from your customers than, than others? In general, the products we sell, usually it's a blend of erythritol, uh, monk fruit, and stevia. Uh, the products that do the best, in my opinion, um, I, again, I come from a restaurant background and fine dining. Uh, are the products that just use less of it in the product, so not too sweet of a product, mm-hmm. uh, taste-wise. They they seem to do the best flavor-wise. You get people that are sensitive to erythritol. The general advice is just eat a little less, have a burger before you do it, have a little bit more of a bottom in your stomach, and that helps a lot. Um, but actually, you know what, since we're talking, and, uh, and you're the expert more than I am, uh, the discussion we've been having is soluble corn fiber. Uh, are we pro or are we con? We cannot make up our minds. I personally yeah, am Yeah, we, we am have been researching for this for quite some time. Yeah, I'm, I'm personally not. not for it, but I have a very strict... I have, a very, I have a very strict take on, on most foods, so I, I wouldn't want to say anything that would sway people that you know have a, br- a broader berth, so to speak, uh, against it. But for me personally, yeah. when, I, when I'm consuming foods or when I'm working with my clients, I always put it on the, I, I, I try to think of it through the lens of, is this nutritionally void or is it offering something of inherent value and not, not just a pleasure food? So for that reason, I mean, I have a pretty strict <laughs> standard with the foods that I eat. So I don't go for the soluble corn fiber. I don't use the allulose. I, I honestly don't even use many yeah. sweeteners outside of stevia or monk fruit. Um, but I, I personally probably keep it a lot cleaner from a performance standpoint than a lot of other people, like the, the general consumer. So I, I don't want to sway people away from well, other alternatives that they what, may not what see. You do, what you do, what you with what you do, that is understandable. So that 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 right. you know, you're you should be on the extreme side of things. Uh, allulose, we are not the greatest fan of it. We have it in some products, but they're super luxury products. Yeah, yeah. And we sell them as such with an, with an honest, with an honest, you know, it's a bag of, little bag of candy and you really, that's just, you know, enjoy, but that's mm-hmm. the treat. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I think that, that's okay. Uh, no, I think, you know, it's important to have like, like the yeah. other day when we went to this, uh, that keto bakery down the road, you know, we, we bought, or they gave us some scones. They wanted us to have some scones. So we tried them. That's the first time I'd had a scone in probably 
six years, you know, but uh, it was totally keto. There was like three grams of total carbs, so I didn't really have any adverse effect from it. But that's not something that I would eat on a daily basis. But on occasion, you know, like we had a we had a bunch of treats when I when I got married. You know, special occasions. I'm I think it's important to have a little bit of something outside the norm. But the day to day is a different different story altogether. Yeah, yeah. No, I I agree, and and we that's what we tell our customers too. We we let them know. You know, we we don't try to hide that. You know, certain things are a treat, and and one of the things that we are slowly doing um, right now in our store is continuing to expand on the product. We're Mm -hmm. really looking to. We'd like to sell, uh, you know, local meat, sugar-free bacon. Um, sugar-free sausages, things like that. A lot of people come in and they're like, I'm not losing weight and I eat a breakfast sausage every day. We're like, okay, you need to read the ingredients because there's Dexter's in there. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Quite a bit. So it's, um, we're, we're really looking to expand um, so that people can come into our store and, and really be a one-stop shop for full meals, for treats, for cakes, for fresh-baked goods, or just, you know, if they want to take a meal, you know, a wash. No you know, from our uh, meal prep company and, and pop it in the microwave on a busy day. So, yeah, we're really, um, we're slowly expanding. So I, and a pivot, so kind of away from, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's, I mean. So that's, a pivot that's so away cool. from, from, from just sweets, but also towards, yeah, whole meals and, and dinner, <laughs> let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. I think I think having that approach is going to make you all just incredibly solid with the foundation. I feel like, you know, you need to have the, the different products, the different baked goods, the the you know cakes, the dessert foods, but to be able to offer the staple foundational foods as well, whether that be in the meal prep service or like you know raw raw red meat that they can go in and purchase as they would in a grocery store. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be. I yeah. haven't seen any other store do that. So if you can nail that down, I feel like that would definitely set you all apart. Oh, well, I like to hear that. Yeah, we're excited. Um, I think it would be pretty amazing. And, you know, again, we, we really like to focus and work with smaller companies, local companies. We want to bring together a, a group of products that you can't find at Whole Foods. And, um, you know, looking for local local farms that we can work with. We actually already sell farm fresh eggs uh, from a local farm here, which are absolutely delicious. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. so good. So, yeah, just continuing to, you know, find that the local, clean, grass-fed, you know, it's uh, or- organic meats and eggs and cheeses that we can offer to people. Is um, yeah, we're really looking forward to continuing to expand in that direction. So I'm curious with with regard to the meal prep, like h- how does that work? Are you shipping? Are you shipping very far with that, or is it all local delivery? Or ha- how is that structured? All local, all local here. So, but they're our structured company they're called Modern Meal Prep they're here in San Diego. Uh, and if you are the kind of person that you know doesn't want to cook at all and just wants to get 14 meals delivered for the two of you at home every week, then I suggest you go to their website and order. Uh, but if you want to just do one for Wednesday, we always have a selection of two of them in the store and you just come in and pick up one or two meals. Yeah, we're not, we're not shipping them, but they're in the store for shopping and we deliver. Nice. So that will deliver meals on Friday. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I think... which is, yeah. Which but, is you, but you don't have to do the minimum. So what deliveries on Fridays are somebody, some people get, you know, Ice cream, rubble ice cream, and 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 uh, 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 cauliflower crust, and uh, a meal, and and so on, and a couple of keto donuts, and then yeah, I deliver that, and then they're <laughs> set up for the weekend without having to cook. So yep. yeah, that, that's that's so huge. I mean, I, you don't have to cook near as often with a keto 
based, you know, nutrition protocol because you're not typically eating near as often, but just simply to not be able to cook at all from time to time and focus on other things, that's that's a yeah. that's a pretty big load off for sure. Yeah, and, and especially because eating out is, is a losing proposition most of the time. I mean, I can't tell you how many bits of burgers I have thrown in the garbage except for the little burger. <laughs> for a right. Yeah. Because you want to be social and you're with other people. I'm not complaining about it. I'm just saying that's how life goes. But to go out to dinner instead of cooking is usually just a losing proposition. Bit of a waste of money. Yeah. Oh, in your keto, yeah. That is that is so 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 very true. I mean, it's it's sad because I I, I like to go out. You know, I'll take my wife out and we'll just enjoy a meal. Uh, and you you're you're paying for the experience, yeah. but from a food standpoint, especially for a yeah. guy that likes to eat, it's like by the time I get rid of the carbs on the plate, it's like wow, I totally could have spent a quarter of that yeah. and gotten a lot more food. <laughs> right, exactly. You have left with a little burger yeah. on your plate and you're like, $15? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> exactly. And, and just and to convince everybody to go to the Brazilian steakhouse <laughs> again, it just doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, those are good though. <laughs> no, they, they, they are the way to go for sure. So you had mentioned that you were in fine dining yeah. prior to this. What what kind of dining were you involved in? French, uh, French New York, uh, New York City, uh, the French uh, bistro scene that is New York uh, for 18 years, uh, and a few of them quite famous, uh, Balthazar, uh, Raoul's, and they recently reopened Pastis, uh, where is actually where I met Jordana. <clears throat> she came in with a bunch of friends, drunk, so <laughs> it's the old-fashioned way. But uh, and I was a manager, front of, front of the house, front of the house manager. Yeah. And it was love at first sight, <laughs> yeah. even through my uh, drunken haze. Yeah, two, two, two a.m. on a Saturday morning. We always say we met the old-fashioned way through alcohol. Yeah. yeah. Hey, well, whatever Don't get works. Get a bar late night. Yeah. <laughs> well, it obviously worked out well for you, so I, I'd say it. I'd say it was good. Does the? Uh, it was definitely yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've heard. I, I don't know too much about the the fine dining in New York. I've never been to New York. I, I intend to go soon, um, but I've I've heard that the aged beef scene is growing in popularity there where like extremely you know aged dry aged beef has has become like the staple in uh you know the, the paramount and what you yeah. can get from a steak is that correct uh, yeah that's correct so one of the the the, the big pushers of that uh were the chefs for keith mcnally mm-hmm. who also owned as i mentioned pastis and baltazar but also owned minera tavern and I'm sorry, the names of the chef escaped me. As I said, I'm not in the restaurant anymore. Uh, the two chefs, and they really transformed this ugly little space called Veneta Tavern uh, into a beautiful space inside, but also a giant aging room. And they really led the way uh, for the New York dry aging scene. Uh, plus, on top of it, the barbecue scene, which kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, that's the modern dry aging scene. And then you have the old guys, uh, Peter Luger, who, although got one of the worst reviews I've ever seen a few years ago, it was really destroyed. Yeah. Uh, but it was mostly about service. But they've been doing it for generations. Uh, but yeah, if you if then you can go out to dinner. Listen, you'll spend quite a bit of money, but you will have a good meal. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, Even if you're keto, that, that you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Yeah, that that whole concept funny, is, is very exciting. I have not had the the crazily old dry steak, but I mean the the concept of being able to take a, a ribeye roast and let it sit for some of these are yeah. like ninety days or something yeah. crazy, and then you just cut off the uh, mold yeah. and then you cook it up, and it's like the best flavor. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. The enzymes break it down for you. It's it's truly an amazing thing. If you ever had a dry dry age, it's 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 really funny. But that leads me to the joke that Jordana works in the world of finance in those days, and as you well know, uh, in the world of finance, the lunch or the dinner tends to be at steakhouses because they have the kind of money. And she, in those days, would always order the chicken because she wasn't fish. keto. Or the fish. Ah, <laughs> yes. Strangely enough, just talking about dry-age steak right now is making my mouth water. <laughs> but I lived in New York City for uh, about 15 years and went to the best steakhouses in that city for almost the entire time. And I always ordered the fish or chicken because I didn't like steak back then. And then I went keto, your taste buds change. I crave steak now. I eat it at least a few times a week. And uh, it's kind of my one regret. <laughs> All the amazing steak I missed in that city while I lived there. Well, you, oh, you've got a I'll, chef I'll in fine dining living with you, so I feel like I feel like he could probably cook you up a pretty good steak, right? <laughs> oh, I'm pretty good at it. Yeah, no. Oh, he does. He, he's the chef in the family. He very good, very good. Yeah, the steaks. I don't know. I haven't had a steak in a while. You're making my mouth water now too. We, we've been talking about all these baked goods and, and keto treats, which which definitely make me hungry. But nothing nothing hits the spot quite like a good steak. Right. No. No, it's the best. Yeah. It makes me feel good. It's satisfying. It's um. It's really interesting how your taste buds can change and your cravings change when you change how you fuel your body and what you put in it. It's I've never eaten a more simple diet in my life, and I have never felt better. I've never been in better shape, um, and I only have to eat twice a day, mm-hmm. which is really unusual if you know me <laughs> because I, I spent my life not leaving the house unless I had an enormous amount of snacks in my bag with me because I knew I'd have to eat every two to three hours or I would get incredibly cranky. So, you know, what what keto has done for me personally has, you know, in a lot of ways given me so much back. It's been pretty incredible, Yeah, actually. That's, that's awesome. Keto is one of the a, a perfect example of when less is more and it's more in a very big way. Yeah. That's a good point. It's more. Yeah. And like a lot of women, we will we'll find keto because we want to lose weight. And then you realize, you know what? This weight loss is a really nice side effect. It's not the main point anymore at mm-hmm. all. And uh, yeah, it's been a pretty, pretty awesome adventure, actually. Especially as business owners. I mean, you'll have to be on your A game as like with, with customer service for one, but also just, you know, behind the curtain with everything you have to do running a business. So if you're tired and sleeping all the right. time and cranky because you don't have energy or you're hungry it's just not going to bode well for being the best business uh you know entrepreneurs that you can be right exactly exactly i mean you you guys know i know you you know are are at the beginning of a big huge expansion congratulations by the way i mean that is so exciting and thank you you're right i mean you you start your own business and you realize you are now working 24 7 and you better have the energy and the focus to do it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yep I'd love to kind of dive into. Yeah, to, very glad. Yeah, I'd love. I'd love to kind of dive into what you've got coming up because before we started recording, you, you said you had some some things in the pipeline as it relates to the business. So I'd love for you to just kind of shed some light on that. Sure, we are really excited. Actually, we uh, this Saturday is our uh, one year anniversary of the store here in San Diego, and a couple of weekends ago, we took a trip up to L.A. and started scouting out for new locations there. So. Um, we don't have a time frame yet. We are hoping at some point in the first quarter, we're working with uh, an amazing 
a woman who is helping us, you know, find and negotiate a new space in L.A., but um, we are looking to open up, you know, what, what we hope might become our flagship store um, in a market, obviously in a very large market. Um, and we're just super excited to be able to bring, a, you know, a lot of the uh, products with us up there, find a new space and, and establish in a bigger market as well and, and really start to grow the brand. So fingers crossed. I mean, it could be anywhere from, I don't know, what do you think? It could be January. It could be March. We're not sure yet. It depends on the space we find and the build out needed. Uh, but we are just so excited. We're you know a year into this. We're already looking to expand and open up a second location. That's 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 awesome on so many levels, and I can totally relate with you. And it's it's kind of scary now yeah. with with COVID because there there's a whole lot of unpredictability. You got the election coming up, you've got the virus, you got all these yep. chaotic events happening right now. So as a business, you're like, okay, what is the most sensible thing to do? What's the most responsible thing to do for myself, my employees, my crew? And you have this massive cloud of uncertainty looming, but to be bold, to be aggressive, to just go for it because you know who you are, you've got confidence in what you stand for, and you want to excel at life and, and offer something great to the world despite the obstacles, because yeah. of the obstacles, that's that's awesome, and I, I salute you for that. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we are definitely just going to dive right into the deep end on this and, and fingers crossed and work hard. And <laughs> yep. The only, only thing that's ever worked for us, so I don't right. think we're ever... Yeah, no. we, we do tend to make our biggest decisions very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to eat for dinner? That could take a little while to figure <laughs> out. But are you ready to open LA? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, when you know you've got something good, you just yeah. got to let it rip. Yeah, I mean, you know, our, our customers here in San Diego have been absolutely amazing. I mean, we're, we're really excited to celebrate with them this Saturday. You know, we've got some uh, treats and things we're going to be giving out. We're working with Just Make Keto and MC Sweeps to, you know, hand out um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're just really excited and we want to say thank you to everybody that's been supportive of us here. Um, and we've had a lot of people come to us from L.A. So I think, you know, the, the L.A. keto community, um, you know, should hopefully embrace us as much as the San Diego community has. And we're just we're so excited about it. Well, I've got no doubt that they will. And, and, and you expand well beyond California. I know the brand's California Keto, but but you're putting out content yeah. on social media. You're you're spreading a positive message to people that are seeing that message all over all over the states and probably the world. So, I mean, you're having an awesome massive impact and it's all in a positive wow. light. So, I appreciate what you're doing and I'm excited for you because it's going to keep on growing. Yeah, that's that's the hope. And yeah, thank you for that. No, and it's funny. We have um we actually have a lot of people that, that follow us and talk to us from India, from Australia. I'm always shocked about it. How did you find us? But it's, um, we're getting out there. Yeah. That's, that's it's the it's been the great. There's, there's always more we can do, of course, but we're getting there. Yeah. I mean, you'll never have all the answers. You'll never know the exact right, best way to do things all the time. But, but just knowing in your heart of hearts that what you're doing makes you feel good. It makes other people feel good. And you're doing it for the right reasons with the right intentions. I mean, that's all anybody yeah. can do in life. So, Keep keep working hard and keep pushing hard, and, and something great happens. So keep keep doing it. Yeah, yep. awesome. Thanks. We definitely plan on it. <laughs> what, but uh, yeah, our our goal is you know one day I'd love to see a California keto in in every city across this country. Hey, you well, know it would be it would be really nice to be able to see that. I'd be all for it. I'll be stopping by and getting some some meal prepped and some 
some home baked goods and all the good things you Perfect. have here. <laughs> Count me in. Where, where can but people? Only a, only a few home baked goods. <laughs> yeah, only a few. Only a few. I'll be I'll be getting the ribeyes for sure. Only a few. Dry ribeyes. Um, Perfect. <laughs> so where where can people go to find out more about y'all? The website, the in, the Instagram profile. Where where can people go to follow y'all? So our website is uh, CaliforniaKeto.com. Real easy. So on there, people can shop. You can place orders. We ship anywhere in the U.S. Um, so and every product we sell is on there. Um, and you can also order online for uh, delivery and pickup orders. Our Instagram is California Keto. No, California Keto underscore. Oh my goodness, I'm miss. I'm losing it right now. <laughs> SC. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, can you tell I look at this a lot? Every day I'm on Instagram, and now I'm, I'm blanking. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. That's why I looked at you, because I couldn't go to the video. <laughs> I was like, funny, what's on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, and Facebook, we are Cal- yeah, we're California underscore Keto SD on Instagram. And Facebook, we are California Keto SD, no underscore. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I will certainly link out In to general, those. look for California Keto, you'll yeah. find us. Cool. Our our logo is pretty easy to recognize as well. We were very lucky to have an incredibly talented friend of ours design our logo for us, which we just love. And um, you know, it's it's very noticeable the the really beautiful blue wave, circle waves. I guess is a good way to put it. Um, I think we've been we've been really lucky to have this awesome noticeable logo. A lot of people have talked about it. Yeah, it just I love visual, the logo. I think it looks think great. Really helps. I think it's on brand for sure. I feel like it flows good. I feel like it, it it's it, it's exactly what you needed. Perfect, perfect. Well, I will link out to that. Uh, Michelle, Jordana, I can't thank you enough for the time. I appreciate the story, and I'm excited for the future. So keep on building the business. Cool. Awesome. Thanks so much for having us on. It's been great. Absolutely. Y'all take care. <laughs> thank you. Have a good one.